Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. In the driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal entry law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Back sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX, and oh my gosh, look who is in studio for the first time ever. That can't be right. That cannot be right. I'm embarrassed mm-hmm. that the general manager of Worldwide Technology Raceway, Chris Blair, have we done every interview either at the track or on the phone? What the heck's going on here? I don't know the way we've even had one at the track. I think it's always <laughs> on the phone. On the fo- and why you- is that? I don't know. And I tell you what, I've been in some very interesting places and in some very interesting situations when you and I have had phone calls. Yeah. Like, I from? Number one would be, I think, Gasoline Alley to Indy 500, right? With the security blowing whistles in the background and all that. Yeah. Someday I'll tell you the story about the one this past weekend, but uh, when I called you from Vegas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'll be, is that for on air or off air? That one is definitely an off air okay. conversation, Got but it, it was, uh, I had a, had a great time in Vegas this past week, took a little breakaway, did some off road desert riding. So it was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, otherwise I've you know, talked from uh, Road America to Cup Race, NASCAR Cup Race. Uh, we've talked from the Gasoline Alley. There's been some pretty cool places. My backyard quite a bit and pulled off beside the highway a few times. So we've had some interesting conversations. That is absolutely true. Paul, I appreciate you pulling off the highway safely for us. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, You've brought your great friend Chuck Wallace, the general manager at Bomberito Automotive Group, and uh, you handle so many of their great centers here, Chuck, and it's great to have you back on KMOX. Now, I know this. You have been in studio. I've been here one time prior, right? That's right. Once before, it, so I'm happy to be back. That's right. Well, it's great to have you back. I don't so, have to pull over. I don't have to stop <laughs> the whistles. 
<laughs> we sent it's a, good to be here with Chris. It's we sent good. a car with tinted windows for Chuck, and somehow we just asked uh, Chris to be on the phone. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Chris, yeah. you, you brought Chuck. Uh, you brought this great group. You guys have gotten together for the fifth year in a row. You're doing the Bomberito Automotive Group 500, and I'll mm-hmm. start with you. How fired up are you right now? Well, for me, it's... Uh, this is my Christmas, basically, would be the way to describe it. You know, it was, while the, this race is going on, so while we were working on the 2019 and 2020 races, I'm in race control, jotting down notes of what I want to do to make the race better for the following year. So for me, it's like, okay, uh, you know, I had all these visions of grandeur. I've talked a good game. Now it's time to deliver. So this last two weeks leading up to it, I'm really excited. Uh, you know, the reality kind of hit that, hey, it's it's race time. And uh, cars are on track out at the Speedway practicing with the Pro 2000 Series. They were out there. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's what I live for. I've been doing this for a long time. But this particular race is special to me because this is one of those that we weren't supposed to ever do. IndyCar was never coming back. And each time they go there and we have a great crowd and the feedback we get, it just proves that we, uh, we're on the right track. We've got a great partner with Bomberito Automotive Group and all the things they do to make it better. And just to get that win, it's it's like for us, it's like stepping up to the plate and hitting maybe not a grand slam, but maybe a you know good inside the park home run, and we'll take that. No man, it's going to be really something to have back to back night races August twentieth and twenty first, Worldwide Technology Raceway, the NASCAR trucks on Friday night, IndyCar on Saturday night. Chuck, you're no stranger to racing. You love to travel and check out races yourself, and I know that everybody at Bomberito is excited to have their name on this again. Oh, yeah, we're so proud as a company to be a part of this and be partners with Worldwide Technology Raceway. Um, it's our fifth year. We're very proud of that. And it's like Chris said, it's go time. You know, we we finish this race and we all get together and debrief and try to figure out how to make the following year better, long about October and long about February. Here we go again. And it's here. We're happy to be a part of it. And, um, you know, we do a big four, uh, turn four setup a big hospitality. We entertain a lot of people in the Bomberito hospitality area. And um, it's just fun. You know, we love to see the fans. And, you know, we're under a little bit of pressure because we've been very, very successful as a group, all of us together with the track. I mean, each year it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, and we work hard together to promote it. You know, I don't know that, you know, Indy 500 is the Indy 500, but I don't know how many tracks really work together with their partner as a sponsorship to really promote this race. I mean, we we, we work really hard as a group to get it done. And you're no stranger to back-to-back days either because last year you had to do that with mm-hmm. some cancellations and a change in the schedule. Back-to-back IndyCar races, Chuck. Boy, you're right about that hospitality area. I like that a lot. You got, what, two levels right there, turn four, beautiful spot. Yeah. I, I'll have to, I must drop by for that. Yeah, we've got a great spot. We've changed it this year for the fifth year. It's going to be really – we've already sold it out. Oh, wow. You know, we haven't, you know, obviously go to WorldwideTechnologyRaceway.com. There's great spots and great tickets available. Continue to buy tickets, but our personal hospitality thing is sold out. We change it this year for the, uh, for the five-year. It's going to be a little bit, little bit better. It's going to be interesting. We'll probably go back to the way it was, but we're doing something different this year. Uh, I can't wait to see it. And then you can go to Bomberito.com to get uh, all kinds of uh, offers, ticket deals, details, and all that. But as you mentioned, that hospitality area is sold out, and for good reason. I mean, you have a lot of people, a lot of partners, a lot of clients, a lot of customers, a lot of race fans that want to jump in there and be part of it. That has to be meaningful also, not only to have your name on something that is popular for this region, and when I say region, I mean the Midwest. You have a ton of race fans in Indianapolis coming over. But, Chuck, I mean, Bomberito's name is seen all over the world for this. I mean, IndyCar has exploded. You kind of hit this at the right time. Yeah, it's becoming enormously 
popular for us. I mean, traveling around the country, you know, obviously, you know, very recognizable. But it's great to do it for the community. It's great to, you know, we're the only local sponsor on the circuit. Every other sponsor is kind of a corporate sponsor. And, you know, I'm sure year number one was probably not the most popular thing with IndyCar, but Curtis and Chris took a chance on us. And, you know, we've come through as a group, as a team. We've done a really good job together. And, I mean, we work hard on this race, and we work hard on it for IndyCar as well as the track and Bomarito. You can just tell by the way they talk about it. Chuck mm-hmm. Wallace, John Bomarito, these are race fans, like really real race fans, and not just mm-hmm. dropping into an IndyCar race or NASCAR. I mean, they're there all the time getting involved, and, and that's where it comes from, Chris, doesn't it? I mean, you can sit there and work hard all year long, and it is work, Yeah. but you work because you love it. If you don't love the sport, mm-hmm. then you know that then you don't show that uh, that effort and that grit, and that's what they have. Well, it's funny the Chuck and I uh, we met. Well, we, we we'd met before, but we bonded at the Indianapolis 500 in 2015. Um, it was it was a, kind of a funny story. We were there with a uh, a group that was entertaining him and entertaining me, and uh, we started hitting it off and. Uh, it, it, there was one thing that Chuck wanted. There was a souvenir bottle of vodka from the Indy 500, and Chuck wanted one. Well, they weren't selling them at the track, and as most people know, Fuzzies. in Indianapolis, you can't get liquor on Sunday. So Chuck was out of luck. So Monday, we're driving. Um, my son's with me. We're going out to the Speedway Museum, and he sees a sign and says, hey, there's that collector bottle that Chuck wanted. We had to go get him one. So I go in, and I bought a whole case. And it came back to the track, gave it to Chuck as a gift. And Chuck's telling John Bomarito how special this bottle is. You can't, just anyone can get it. Well, I had another one. So I gave one to John. And that kind of just, I think that sealed the deal. And from then, I planted the seed. You know, if we ever get one of these races, we want you and uh, as the sponsor. And it just all fell together. So it's been fantastic. And it, I like to say it started with a really expensive drink. So, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Well, you know what? And you just get hooked on this sport. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I went when I was a kid. My dad and I used to go to the time trials at the Indianapolis 500. Didn't always go to the race. Mm-hmm. We liked to go to the time trials, and we liked to hear and the sounds of it, hear the public address announcer, hear and feel what it was all about. And I still get, you know, I, my dad's been gone for um 28 years, Chuck, and uh, I miss them a lot. And when I hear those cars, when when it goes green, I do get emotional. Like I hear that sound again. It reminds me of being there. And that's, I think a lot of people feel that way. You just, once you get drawn into it, I think it's one of the best sports, IndyCar in particular, to if you've never been to a race in your life, it's a great starter. It really is. Don't you, wouldn't you agree? Oh, I would totally agree. That's how I got started. I, I, I was taken up in 1978, and I've gone back every year since in some fashion. And um, IndyCar by far is incredible. They're fast. They're open wheel. They sound great. And I don't know. They're just special. I've been doing it for a long, long time. And I'm so – personally, I'm so proud to be a part of it uh, with our company, you know, because it's been a – this is a dream come true for me personally because I've been doing it for a long time. And – when we had the opportunity to partner up with the track, Chris and Curtis, you know, we, you know, John and I talked. It's like something we have to do. We're a car company. We're local. You know, we know how to market. We can get this thing done, and we can do it right. And you have, and it's going to be exciting. So, again, a night race on Saturday the 21st for IndyCar, the Bomberio Automotive Group 500, but it starts with Friday mm-hmm. as the NASCAR trucks go roaring through there and Jordan Anderson driving yep. the number three Bomberito Chevrolet. 
mm-hmm. talk about a great story. Well, that whole story kind of came about. Jordan was in town. Uh, he was racing. Uh, he needed a set of tires for his truck so he could race. And he had offered, he came into town early, and he said, hey, anything I can do to help you guys promote. So we gave him the race trophy uh, for the truck race, and he was out all over town dropping it off, and he was such a good guy. And I said, well, you know, we got to find him some help somewhere. So we made the call over to Chuck and John. And, again, that was another one of those expensive phone calls that Chuck took because the next thing you know, my Marito's on the truck. Now they're with the Xfinity program. It's just it's just kept growing and growing. And on our race weekend, Jordan is going to race with us on Friday night in the truck series. Then he's flying to Michigan the next day to race in the Xfinity series in the Bomberito number 31 uh, Xfinity car. So to see his career go from just uh, a kid pulling a, a truck that he built himself in his garage to now being part of a multi-car operation thanks to John and Chuck and all the things that they're doing, it's it's a dream come true. It really is. Yeah, it was an, it's an interesting story. We had done a deal with uh, NHRA. That was my first experience with the track. Smaller deal, obviously. And then get the phone call that this up and coming young kid needs a set of tires and are willing to put your name on the track on the hood of the car, truck, and you can bring your employees out and have it a great evening. So we did it, and then boom, there's there's the relationship. Then here comes Indy. Here comes Chris and Curtis with IndyCar. We had done a small deal with them and. Here, here we sit, and now it's just gotten, it's gotten, it's gotten really big for us, and we're at, we're in it to win it. We're, that, we're, 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 we're playing to win. That's exciting. Yeah. Which means you know you you have eyes on future years. Yes. I mean, there's yeah. a lot. That's that's some complex they have over there. Yeah. One and one thing, Tom, that you know, I kind of got off track a little bit earlier, but when this relationship started and Chuck talked to it, uh, started talking about it a little bit when we announced our sponsor, a lot of people in the industry were like, well, they were expecting the Hondas or the Firestones, these big corporations. And, you know, we told them this, with what Bomberito does in our market, we can, this is going to open more doors for us to uh, promote this race. I've had working at other venues, I've had sponsors who they show up on Thursday before the race. You do a few checklists, they do it. They're out of town. With, from the very beginning, this was all about planning and activation with Bomberito Automotive Group. And it's kind of set the standard now. I've had other uh, racetracks call me saying, how did that Bomberito deal work and who should we be looking at in, in a similar opportunity? And it, what I've always said is what this allows us to do, the Bomberito name and brand is so big here in St. Louis that when they transfer over their assets and they start promoting, they do a lot of the homework for us. So they're taking care of things here. It gives us the opportunity to branch out into the outlying markets. And with our event, it's 60% out-of-town folks. So I'll, I'll let Chuck and John take care of getting everything for us here in the market while we can focus on the outlying markets. And that's big, been a big part of this success. We're able to reach out, and we've been working on different things now where it's in the outlying campaigns. It's a Bomberito.com 500 where Chuck and them are promoting the Automotive Group 500 because we want to build the .com brand also. Wow, uh, that's creative and out out of the box thinking, but it actually makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? I mean, that's that's good business, and that's uh, that's so it, here locally. I mean, you're enticing customers by saying, "Hey, buy a car from us, or lease a car from us, new, pre-owned. We'll give you a pair of tickets." You know, so that's also part of it, but you're also selling it pretty actively locally. That's pretty smart. What's funny after that first race, a friend of mine from Yakima, Washington, calls me and he says, "I don't know who this John Bomarito guy is." <laughs> He said, but after watching the way he said, driver, start your engines, and then after seeing his ads, he said, if I'm buying a vehicle, I'm calling those guys just because they look like they're fun. And that's part of the whole thing. It, it makes those makes the people that are selling the vehicles identifiable, and fans are relating to them. So if, if my buddy Tony in Yakima, Washington, 
He's a Bomberito.com fan now. He's going to their website. It's driving their traffic. So it's it's a win-win for all of us. Well, it is fun, and it's it's big. I mean, we've talked about some numbers. Let's throw out this number. How about 20 locations? <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, nine pre-owned centers. That's a lot also. Um, I've uh, I've had some great talks with uh, a lot of people that work for you, Chuck, and I know it's a it's a, an extensive operation. You have a lot of good people I know you're proud of. That A lot of them have been with you for a long time. Yeah, our people are amazing. All of us are. This, we're, we're pulling the same wagon. Um, it all it all starts at the top. The leadership at the top with John and his father are amazing. It's a family-owned company. Um, you know, they allow you to grow and fly and work with you. But we've got very little turnover. I've been there th- going on 31 years with John. I was actually there a little bit before then. I took a break. I sold cars there early on. But no, it's uh, it's great to be involved with like a family-owned deal. You know, it's the like. One or one or two, three guys can make a decision. Yep. You know, it doesn't like this decision. Imagine this decision in, in a corporate world. Hey, we want to go sponsor an IndyCar race for X number of dollars. You know, that 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 would take months. It took a day or two for us to figure that out. So, so it, they're great people to work for. About a thousand employees and. For the most, everybody's happy. That's Chuck Wallace, General Manager, Bomberito Automotive Group. Chris Blair, General Manager of Worldwide Technology Raceway. And we're going to get a call from one of the great IndyCar drivers as well at the end of this hour. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500, August 20th and 21st. I'm Tom Ackerman. Sports on a Sunday morning continues right after this. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gunner. Big fly, Nolan Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. I talk about Bomberito all the time as a, a personal endorser. We have a partnership, uh, Chris and I do, with Worldwide Technology Raceway, where I uh, serve as a I ambassador of sorts and uh, consult you on a lot of things and talk to you about it. And mm-hmm. I just, I think that um, it, there's so much growth there. So I'm into like doing videos now. So radio, KMOX and Odyssey, we're not a radio company anymore. We're a media company. Yeah. So I'm doing all these different videos. So I started this video series from my car, my Audi A6, which I got from Bomberito. And the latest one is I drove safely. Okay. I, I planted the, the, I, I, put the phone up on the dash and had mm-hmm. it secure, and I drove from here, KMOX, mm-hmm. to your track in four and a half minutes. Wow. Actually, from, let me let me rephrase that, from the Musial Bridge to your track in four and a half minutes to prove yeah. that it takes less than five minutes to get from St. Louis to St. Louis's track. Mm-hmm. I think for a long time, people didn't quite understand yeah. that this is not an hour away. Mm-hmm. It, you literally can see the arch from Worldwide Technology Raceway. And over time, have you not seen the casual sports fans start to discover this is a pretty cool place to see a sporting event? Well, that's one of the things that we've tried to focus on is we wanted to be more than just a racetrack. As, and some, some of the events that we have, uh, hot air balloon festivals, 5K runs, uh, the, the Christmas lights shows, a lot of those, they, they serve multiple purposes. Well, number one, it gets people over to the racetrack to buy tickets to those particular events. But at the same time, it drives that message home that we're not that far away. And we get a lot of traffic of first-time visitors coming through uh, the gates that that then transfers over when it's time for us to sell tickets to the Bomberito 500. They realize it's not that far. 
Uh, it's good roads in and out. We're one of the great, you know, when you look at the overall scale of uh, motorsports venues in the United States, no one's closer to a downtown population than us, and no one has the interstate access anywhere that we have for the ability to get people in and out of the racetrack. So that's been one of the things we've worked on from the very beginning is improve that experience, and it's starting to pay off. So we're building a lot of momentum. A lot of people are taking notice, and uh, I think there's a lot of great things yet to come. Do you think it was good racing last year, those back-to-back races? I thought both. I went to both, sat mm-hmm. in the crowd for both. I thought both were very entertaining. You know, uh, I haven't watched any of them because during the, the race I was bouncing around all yeah. over the place and uh, – yeah, from what I heard from most people, it was a great race. For me, I'm I'm all over now. This year, my plan is to be at the booth. But last year, you know, we had the issues with the COVID. Yep. And I was so concerned. I wanted to make sure that we checked every box and did everything perfectly. So with that, while the race was going on, I was bouncing around all over, just checking uh, on the different uh, different pieces of the puzzle. Everybody tells me it was a great race. I think it was based on the feedback we received. And uh, you know, I, this year. We've got our plans in place. I'm hoping I can sit back and enjoy a little bit more of the show this time around. Uh, it's a good track that lends itself to good racing. It really is. It and is. the drivers always talk about uh, the tight uh, turn between one and two and then kind of turning it loose. And then you have to, you know, you, there's a strategy involved. Yep. And definitely it's a team sport in mm-hmm. so many different ways. But going back to that, you might have to do this again. I mean, you may have to be, Chris, mm-hmm. all over the place. I mean, we're in a pandemic still and, and yep. things are starting to surge a little bit but i can tell you from personal experience as i told you many times last year felt very safe being outside Mm -hmm. and enjoying sitting there with my beer and watching racing two days in a row but this will be another safe venue for people you can count on that yeah we you know that's the thing about it we learned a lot of things last year Uh, one thing that, that we really learned is that our fans are very willing to cooperate with us you know you have there's that mindset that a lot of people, they said they weren't going to come and they weren't going to do it. When they actually got there, they all cooperated with us. So we're following what the guidelines and recommendations are. Some of them are going to probably going to be game day decisions or you know two days before exactly what we have to do. But we're optimistic. The main thing being we're an outdoor event. Uh, and the way we have everything structured, there's plenty of space. You know, We have 57,000 seats. So we can, and we've built in in our initial ticket sales plan. When we went on sale, we didn't know what our capacity would be. So we built some social distancing already into the program so that, that there is, it's not going to be people stacked on top of one another. There's still room to move and get around, and it, it'll be a, a fine event. That's some piece of property over there, Chuck. Uh, Curtis Francois, talk about a guy with a vision, and some generosity and some business sense, all of that at one time, right? So he jumps in, he says, you know what? I'm going to take over this place. I'm going to put my own money into it. And we're going to watch this thing move, and it's happened. And that's been what ten years yeah. since he did that. Yeah, we're actually celebrating his tenth year of uh, uh, of him taking over. And I think uh, in two weeks, it's actually the ten year anniversary of of meeting Curtis. For me, meeting him, met him at a track operators uh, conference for NHRA when he was just considering buying the racetrack. And I guess I said something correct i don't know but he called me about a year later and asked me if i had an interest and uh it's uh, it's been one of the it was the greatest decision i ever made in my life i can tell you that it's it's uh, been an honor to work for him and uh i feel like uh you know i'm still a little bit of an outsider but i feel like st louis is part of me now and so i really love this town oh you're in now you're you're st louis hey i'm hanging out with tom ackerman <laughs> so you know it's it's gotta be you're in and chuck wallace chuck uh, what, what about Fr- curtis francois for you what, what has he been like to work with 
Oh, Curtis has been absolutely amazing. He's one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my life. The things he's done in his lifetime, everything from racing to the track and to, to if everybody could sit down and ever listen to the, some of the stories that he can tell that are all true, the way he bought the track, it was, it was a day or two away from being finished for scrap and putting the real estate together. He's, he's a genius and he's a very kind, very kind and good individual. And there are little things around there that the drivers, that the teams talk about. And every year they talk about how you can tell that a lot of care has been put into it. And from your standpoint as a business partner, you get to see a lot of stuff that even they don't get to see because you're there a lot. But you've noticed that too, the improvements incrementally through the years. Yeah, we were out there last last week, maybe the week prior, working on, working on the project because it's coming together. And we were standing over at the drag strip. Okay. In fact, Chris was sitting there with us. We were over on the drag strip side because we were doing some work in a suite. And I looked back at the oval and the oval suites, and, I'm, and I said to Chris, I said, and Michelle, my partner, and my partner that helps me put the race on, I said, look at this place. It, what has been done here in the last five to seven years is absolutely unbelievable. The normal, the normal fan will never see it. You just walk in and see a beautiful facility. But the detail and the work that everybody's putting over there on the team side, or, or I'm sorry, on the track side, is, it's just amazing. It is pretty impressive, the view from the highway, too. Uh, that's something I know that is important. Mm-hmm. I really, I think so, at least. You know, when you drive by, so let's say you start at Chaffetz Arena, and you see Chaffetz, good-looking building, right? St. Louis mm-hmm. University Basketball Arena. And then you see, obviously, the MLS Stadium is going to have high visibility and look awesome, west side of Union Station. And then Enterprise Center has been redone, looks great. Bush Stadium's iconic, that nothing more needs to be said there. Mm-hmm. The dome needs to improve, no doubt, but it is still a towering presence right there on the north side of downtown. And then your track, which, so we're talking six venues there mm-hmm. within a 10-minute drive of each other. I'm not sure that there is a city in America that has something like that. And I know that's important to you, though, is when people drive by, because you have thousands and thousands of people driving by all day, like, oh, what do we have here? Mm-hmm. As they're making their way into St. Louis, you're kind of like one of the first things that they see, that they're in a big place. And that was one of the things when Curtis bought the racetrack. And if if you if you remember the past, uh, there was a forest between yeah. the interstate and the racetrack. And Curtis said, how do people even know that the track is here if they can't see it? So he went in, and that, that was the very first phase in uh, this whole development was, let's get this cleared out, let's let people see what we have. And then the next part was, these huge grandstands, the Wallace family grandstands that we have in turns one and two, we need to find ways to add color to those and decorate those. And how do we make the drag strip tower visible from the highway where it jumps out, where it draws people in? So, you know, the interstate is probably one of our best uh, advertisements because everybody's going by every day. They see what we're doing and uh, it just, you can see the changes. And, uh, you know, we went from kind of being tucked away in a corner, the hidden secret to now, you know, we're there, we're in the spotlight. Who doesn't like to tailgate, right? Who doesn't like to camp out and hang out, football games, races? You have that opportunity for people. So let's spend the last part of our discussion talking about the actual weekend itself and what mm-hmm. people can expect. So how early do you allow people to bring campers in to hang out to start their race week? We, the 8 o'clock on Thursday morning, race week, campers can start rolling in. Uh, all we have is some uh, practice for the Pro 2000 series on uh, and Indy Lights on Thursday, but we're allowing campers to come in so they can watch. That's kind of the perk for being a camper. Or, and uh, But then from there, 
you know, you get all day a Friday with uh, vintage Indy cars, Pro Mazda, Indy lights, following up with the NASCAR truck race. Then you, we will roll back in on uh, Saturday with more of the support series, another Indy Lights feature leading into the uh, uh, Bomberito Automotive Group 500. We even have a post-race concert with Steel Panther that's going to be playing in front of the uh, in front of the Bomberito compound. You know, obviously we do the fireworks and the flyovers, and you know, I'm trying to pull out all the stops because again, I want it to be a spectacle. I always tell everybody. I want to deliver the experience that you can't get from sitting on your couch. You know, I love 65-inch big-screen TVs and comfortable couches and and uh, air conditioning, but you got to get out and experience to really feel what something is like. And everybody should be tired of sitting in, at home. Let's come out to the racetrack. The sights, the sounds, the smells, it all pulls together to create that festival. And, and we really put a lot of focus on what we're doing on the Midway uh, what Chuck and those guys are doing down there with their hospitality area. I mean, it's a party just to watch what's happening uh, with their group in, in that space so that when you get there, it really feels special. And I've had uh, people from other racetracks, one of them, one of, one of my best friends, who's one of the most critical people on the planet who analyzes everything, he said when he came to our event in 2019, he said it was the first time he'd ever been to one of those races, to an IndyCar race other than the 500, that it just felt like a happening. He said, you delivered a happening, and that's what more people need to do. That's a great point. It is a happening. It's an event. It's a weekend. It's something that you'll never forget instead of just a race. Uh, and the race itself is spectacular, but there's so much more that goes into it. Think about it this way. Like in the entertainment world, think of your favorite band. Would you rather sit on your couch and listen to them on your smart speaker or mm -hmm. would you like to be there seeing them under the stars right in front of you exactly. obviously be right mm -hmm. so you know that's that's the whole point that's the entertainment aspect of it you also have to have a pretty heavy police presence mm -hmm. right security volunteers uh paid uh, employees people that are working to keep the track uh, clean the, 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 you have ems you have fire department how many people do you, do you have moving in and out of there? How do you coordinate all of them? Well, we have a fantastic team, and we have a lot of great people over there that step up and do their part, uh, whether it's Taylor in the ticketing office who's making sure that we have enough ushers and stubbers and, and people getting you through the gates. Uh, you know, our, our marketing team's making sure they have the right people in the right place uh, with what they're doing, concessions. Uh, we have a whole new concessions team this year. They're trying to elevate uh, our security operations, we use a lot of different people. We work with the local agencies. We work with state agencies. We bring in outside contractors. I have a lot of members of my team are actually Indiana State Patrol officers who work with Indianapolis 500. Oh, we wow. brought them in because they understand what it's like for a big event. And it also helps because they know who Roger Penske is. When Roger comes rolling in, they kind of make sure Roger gets taken care of. But having the, that level of expertise and uh, that comes together, you be honest with you, Tom, I don't know how many we have until I start seeing the purchase orders come across and I've got to start approving these. And I'm like, oh, man, it's a lot. But we have a lot of great people, a lot of great organizations. We do a lot with charities, uh, fundraising opportunities for charities. Uh, on race day, we're probably pushing around 500 people that are working just on our behalf there at the racetrack. You know, fire and safety alone. Uh, we'll have over 75 people working in fire and safety just for on-track response. Wow. And Chuck, you have your team there as well. I see them all over the place. That's for sure. I mean, you're going to have a lot of people there. What, how does the week start for you? When do you, I know you're excited right now, but when do you start getting the, that exciting feeling that something special is about to happen? Um, right now, next week, it'll really start. I'll, I, I normally spend the entire week there, the week of. Mm -hmm. I live at the track and, um, you know, it's, 
we have our whole team and it's fun to watch it come together and set up because, you know, you, you put it on paper months and months and months beforehand and plan it, negotiate it, and, you know, got equipment coming in from all over the country to make it happen. You know, we had a similar expense with the COVID situation. We used to put 2,000 to 2,100 people in our space. We limited that to 500 people last year. So we, we, we delivered an incredible experience for people and learned something from it. So we're going to keep, we, we kept our space at about 600 people. So it's going to be really fun this year. It's going to be really accommodating. It's first class. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, he said it's Christmas. It's like every holiday wrapped into one for me. <laughs> you know, you know working, working for Bomberito, being in the car business, and then getting to hang out at the racetrack and do something that I've loved my entire life is really special. Yeah, that, I bet it is. It definitely is. So August 20th and 21st at Worldwide Technology Raceway. And on top of that, now the Cardinals are in town. I think that helps you. So, yes. you know, you get that visibility. You'll have some activation at Ballpark Village, right? Yes, we are. We'll have a fan fest at Ballpark Village on Thursday. Uh, and one of the things I do hear a lot from a lot of fans from outside the area, they'll, they'll call and ask, are the Cardinals at home that weekend? Because they want to come in and see a baseball game. They want the full St. Louis experience. And what better than... Uh, on your before you go to the races, you go over and see the Cardinals and hit visit Ballpark Village and all the different things that's going on. So it, it's a perfect example of how we can all work together to better St. Louis and better our own sports scene. It's going to be incredible. So you have all the activity Friday, including the NASCAR trucks race, and then Saturday, IndyCar under the lights. Didn't have that last year. We know how special that is, and it is going to be an incredible two day event. So the Bomberito Automotive Group 500 weekend is fast approaching. How do people get tickets? I know you have different levels. Do mm -hmm. you still, I asked you this last week, but do you still have suites available if someone's trying to put it together? There's very a very limited number of suite seats still available for Sunday, uh, excuse me, for Saturday. Mm -hmm. uh, Friday, we do have some available for the truck race, and uh, it's, a, it's a great experience all around because not only do you get the ability of being inside the suite and, and the food and, and uh, uh, all the amenities in there, but you get to go up on the roof. And when you're on the roof and... You know, the cars are starting, and Chuck's up there on the flag stand waving the green flag. Uh, it, it's it's incredible. It really is. And you get that full experience of, of taking it all in, whether it's inside or outside, you can experience both. A good family outing, too, or bring your buddies or, or mm -hmm. work friends or whatever the case may be. Get people from out of town to make a weekend of it. And different price points, of course. So I would direct mm -hmm. people to WorldwideTechnologyRaceway.com, WWTRaceway.com, or Bomberito.com. You can, they can direct you, too. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know a lot of your early bird stuff is gone at this point, but there are still some great discounts, great packages. Yeah, and that's one of the things. We try to keep this family-friendly. We try to offer something for everyone. I want My number one goal is I want to develop the next generation of race fans. I want to know that we have people... You know, kids that are seven, eight years old, that when they go to this race, they're hooked. Just like the experience you have with your dad, just like the experiences I had when I was a kid of going to the races, I want to plant the seed and get them into racing, make memories that will last a lifetime. So we want families to be able to come in and be able to afford an easy access to the racetrack. Well, before we go, we've got a special visitor for you. Uh, caller, could you identify yourself, please, for our listening audience and the great leadership of Chuck Wallace and Chris Blair? Tom Ackerman speaking. Uh, how are you? Hey, Tom. Scott Dixon here, man. How are you doing? Ah, I'm doing great. Scott Dixon, the great IndyCar driver, is with us on KMOX. We are very much looking forward to the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. We held you as a surprise for the end to go out with a bang here, and I know that you're excited to get back to the track here in St. Louis. 
Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, it was great to be there today, and obviously uh, doing the rounds with uh, with some of the media and, and uh, being at the track. There was a test going on there today, but yeah, definitely uh, looking forward to starting this uh, three in a row. We've got Nashville and then Indianapolis, and then and then to uh, the Bamarito Automotive 500. So. Looking forward to, to getting back there and putting on an awesome show on a short track oval, good uh, old IndyCar style. What do you love about it, Scott? What do you love about that track here in St. Louis? Uh, well, it's tough. You know, I think that's uh, that's the, the 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 thing at the you know front of your mind is just it's it's a really difficult track to, to get you know right. Uh, but when you do, it's it's extremely rewarding. But uh, you know, I think the obvious thing for us is that you know you've got the tight you know, turn one and two and, and then the big open uh, three and four and, you know, going into one and two, you know, just approaching there, at, you know, over 200 miles an hour and, and trying to get it uh, slowed down a little bit to, to get through that, you know, high banked uh, corner. Just the loading, but the aggression that you can take on, on those corners as well is a lot of fun as a, as a race car driver. And, you know, for me, it's, uh, it's one of the you know, great tracks that we're able to take an Indy car around at such high speeds. You had a lot of great success uh, driving, and you've been doing it for a long time. Scott Dixon joining us as the IndyCar Series comes to St. Louis, and uh, you've won uh, the IndyCar Championship six times. You've won uh, the Indianapolis 500. You are one of the most successful drivers uh, in the history of the sport, Scott, and and I know that you are a big-time competitor. What about the rest of the field and and uh, what you're up against each and every day. How do you uh, continue to do what you do and stay as competitive and driven as you have been through the years? Yeah, well, it's uh, you know thanks for those those stats there. But you know, it, it you know for us, it's it's very much a team sport. You know, and and I've been lucky to uh, to be a part of you know Chip Ganassi Racing now for this will be my 20th season. Uh, and, you know, the people that uh, I get to work with definitely inspire me uh, day in and day out. And, you know, I felt that as soon as I walked through those doors in, in uh, 2002 to start my first season there. So, you know, uh, it's competitive, it's tough as always, but I think that's what drives you, right? You know, competition is the key. We're in the uh, the business of, of winning, and if you're not winning, you're going to be moved along pretty quickly. So, uh, you know, I'm very fortunate. I'm teamed up with a great group of people, and uh, we have great competition in the NTT IndyCar Series. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a tough a tough end to the you know the season. I'm sitting third right at the minute. Uh, my my teammate Alex Palou uh, is leading the championship right at the moment too. Um, you got uh, um, Palou obviously, and and then uh, Pato Award who's been very strong. Joseph Newgarden's going to be strong. So it's going to be a great typical you know five six people in the fight to the end of this championship. It absolutely will be, and I know that St. Louis is a very special place. It's a night race, and you'll have a lot of people checking you out who have seen you before, but let's talk specifically, Scott, for just a moment to the fans who have not seen an IndyCar race in person, and there will be some. Uh, What will they experience, and why uh, do they keep coming back, do you think? It's hard not to once you go to one. You know, I think just to, to see the sights, the sounds, you know, your senses are, are going crazy. You know, uh, unfortunately, TV doesn't do it justice. And, and uh, you know, it's not just us there that weekend. Uh, you know, the 20th and 21st, you're going to have, you know, NASCAR trucks. You're going to have uh, some of the junior categories with Indy Lights and, and uh, things like that going on. Plus, in the, you know, the Midway area, there's there's loads of things for, for the kids to do and families and obviously food and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, for me, a lot of these events, it's, it's all about the atmosphere and the people and just the sheer size of it. You know, almost 50,000 people possibly going to be there, you know, come race day. And, and uh, you know, once you see these cars in action and going these speeds that they will be going, uh, you'll be hooked for a long time, that's for sure. I know that these races can come down to the wire. You've experienced that for sure. Tell me about what it's like as we wrap up with Scott Dixon 
uh, that that final couple of laps when you know that you're right there, but you also know that you have competition breathing down your neck. What is that like? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, one of the most stressful parts of, of the business, right? You know, and especially with oval racing, it's such a mental game and, and you know, trying to, you know, keep a car that's kind of basically flo- floating around the track at over 200 miles an hour uh, with huge consequences, you know, caged in by, you know, brick walls either side of you, you know, it's uh, it's tough. But, you know, uh, having been a veteran, you know, it's it's that's what gives you the best feeling is when you're able to pull, pull that off and, and accomplish beating, you know, the other 25, 6, 7 other competitors out there and at the speeds that we do it, you know, uh, it's nail-biting for sure. So, um, you know, hopefully we're in that position. Uh, come a, you know, a couple of weeks and, and we can be fending uh, the rest of them off and, and hopefully going for another victory at uh, the Bomarito Automotive 500. Well, we saw you successful last year in a down-to-the-wire duel and we're certainly excited about what's to come for you and we appreciate you spending some moments on KMOX. Thank you for calling in. What a neat opportunity and we can't wait to see you at Worldwide Technology Raceway here on August 21st. Thank you, Scott. Thank you so much. Cheers. See you guys out there. Yes, sir. Scott Dixon with us on KMOX. Well, that was pretty cool. I mean, you know, Scott Dixon calling in. Just to wrap up, because I know you guys uh, uh, have spent a lot of great time here, but uh, some final thoughts here. Chuck, first with you as, as you get ready for this. It's an exciting time. I mean, here we are. It's a Barmian Auto Group 500 a couple weeks away. Weather's going to be great. Uh, Competition's going to be fantastic. You've got Indy Pro, Indy Lights, NASCAR Truck, Barmian 500. Um you got the um, Midway for the kids. You got kids festival. Got great food. You know, it's really a family. It's really a family thing. Kids are free, so bring everybody out. Give your children an opportunity to get bit like you did, like I did, like Chris did, and it's it, it's a great day. It's not only a great day; it's a great weekend. And a big tip of the cap to Chris Blair at Worldwide Technology Raceway and to Scott Dixon. That was Chuck Wallace. I'm Tom Ackerman. Thanks for joining us on Sports on a Sunday Morning Cardinal Baseball. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. 
Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 